0: TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill, and This Week in Wellness, people's self-assessments of their own body's potential to fight off a pathogen was compared to the actual levels of antibodies in their blood for that same pathogen, and the results were surprisingly accurate. Stephanie Dimitrov from the University of Konstanz said that the field of medicine is moving towards greater patient orientation. Our findings support the idea that patients' self-perceptions provide valuable clues about their state of health, and that physicians should listen to them more. Going on to say that, of course, our body does not count antibodies, but our immune system is intrinsically connected to the central nervous system. The immune system is regulated via this connection, and our brain also receives information from the immune system. The study, published in the journal Biological Psychology, looked at people who had received the COVID-19 vaccine, and amongst other things, showed that a remarkable 71% of participants who did not feel well-protected after vaccination had a below-average immune response, and all of those who had a particularly strong immune response also reported feeling well-protected. Dimitrov said, our most notable finding is that those who felt they had not produced high levels of antibodies after vaccination were often correct in their assessment." Our results suggest that it's quite likely that people have a real ability to assess their own health. However, I cannot rule out that there is a combination of effects at play, including the placebo effect and or feelings of optimism, Dimitrov says. In her view, it would make sense to repeat the study in order to confirm the results and rule out alternative causes. As always, the links are in the show notes. And my opinion on this is that First of all, of course, our brain knows what's going on. You know, our brain is the central regulating system for our entire body. It controls our immune system. It controls all of the functions of our bodies. It receives over 300 trillion messages a second back from our bodies. It's not surprising at all that our brain knows what's going on. The degree to which it's conscious perhaps might be a bit surprising. You know, the the ability of people to actually recognize it with such accuracy. And, you know, interesting with that accuracy, you know, 71%, that is a pretty high percentage. But it makes me wonder how many of those people might have interference to their nervous systems or nervous systems that aren't functioning very well. And that perhaps if we can improve their nervous systems, then we might actually improve that communication and get that number even higher. But, you know, once again, it is even seventy one percent, it's a pretty high number. So for us to be consciously aware of how well our immune system is functioning, I think has some serious ramifications for healthcare and how for how we deal with healthcare for how much we listen to our patients and take their thoughts and feelings on board when we prescribe healthcare and so what it does make me wonder is how can we reconnect with that innate wisdom you know if our bodies have this intelligence if our bodies have this wisdom if they are able to know when we're sick and when we're not when we're well and when we're not then how can we better connect to that How can we better utilize that both in terms of diagnosis, you know, finding out what's going on with someone, but also potentially in terms of treatment, in terms of health promotion? You know, how can we use this knowledge to work out what makes someone healthier and what doesn't? You know, how can we personalize care to that individual and use this knowledge? How can we help that person better listen to their own body? And how can we encourage our physicians to listen to that patient more about what's going on in their own body? Yeah, you know, It seems like for decades, for centuries probably, we've been teaching our doctors not to listen to people, You know, not to listen to people's own self-perceptions, that that was too unscientific, that the doctor knows best that we should trust the experts and not try and self-diagnose, you know, not try and listen to our body, not try and figure out what's going on for ourselves, but be much more passive in terms of our healthcare. And at least this researcher is suggesting that that's starting to change, that we are starting to revolutionize the way we do healthcare. And I think we do see that, you know even in the evidence based medicine model, you know what we see is that it is a combination of not just the best available evidence, but also patient preference and practitioner experience. And I think it's that patient preference aspect that really speaks to what we're talking about here and, and is a great reason why that should be included. You know it may not be why it was included in the first place, but it's another reason why it should be included is that we need to understand the innate wisdom of that individual. That, that their nervous system, that their brain has a knowledge of what's going on in their bodies. And so, once again, it, it makes me wonder, what can we do to maximize this connection via the nervous system? You know, this is something that chiropractors has been talking about for 138 years, you know, the importance of the innate intelligence of the body. You know, they spoke chiropractors spoke about this right from the start, the innate intelligence of the body, the wisdom of the body to heal itself, uh, and the primacy of the nervous system in that picture, why the nervous system was so important in that communication being that central processing system of the body that allows that innate intelligence to be communicated to the rest of the body so that it can function at its best you know and, and that included immunity you know has long spoke about the link between neurology and immunity once again for 138 years and i think the other thing that the chiropractic as with many alternative therapies is they were really patient-centered in terms of their care and have been that way for a long time and understood the importance of not just trying to fight off pathogens but actually increasing that innate intelligence, increasing that innate wisdom of the body, supporting that innate wisdom of the body with healthy lifestyles, with food, with movement, with uh, mindsets, that were able to help the body be as strong and as resilient as possible And at the same time, as I said, respecting the patient, respecting their wishes, respecting their innate knowledge of what's going on in the body. So I think it's really fascinating research. I feel like, you know, if this is taken seriously, there's a whole lot more research that can come from it. There's a lot more that we can study in this field, and it's going to be fascinating over the next couple of years, perhaps a couple of decades to see where it goes and what we learn about this innate intelligence in the body, what we learn about our innate ability to know when our body is healthy and when it's not and to know when our immune system is functioning well and when it's not. So your body does have an innate wisdom. Start thinking about how you can promote it. Start thinking about how you can reconnect with it and start thinking about how you can remove interference from it. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook and Instagram at This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbrethill.com.